Hello listeners and welcome to The Snippet, the hair podcast where you can learn everything you need to know to get the hair you've always wanted. Join your hosts, Sarah and Ashley from Bar Care in Brisbane as we navigate the world of hair. This is The Snippet. Okay, well, first off, we'll get comfy. Get comfy. <laughs> um, so, hi everyone. Welcome back to The Snippet. It's been a long time. It has been a very long time. Um, I think Hair Expo, Hair Expo yeah. was the last one. So, what have you been up to in the meantime, Ashley? Nothing, but I guess we've been busy because we haven't been like recording a podcast. We, I know. <laughs> what have we been doing with our life when we haven't been no, recording our podcast? Super crazy. No. I guess you had some holidays. I did. I had holidays, which was really exciting. Um, took a bit of time away from the salon, which was really lovely. Um, I think, really, we've just been hectic in salon. Yeah, really. Like, it's coming up apprentices. To the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> coming up to the crazy time of year. It sure is. So... Yeah, we thought um, it might be fun for this season of The Snippet to mix things up a little bit. And so each episode, we're just going to be going through a little hair tool that we love to use in the salon or that we do use frequently in the salon or that you might use at home, maybe a couple of random ones in there. So we mm. can kind of talk through a bit of the history of how they came about, um, what we love about them, what we don't love about them. I guess like the new and the old, like the new and the old. We're just saying some things have sort of made a comeback, but then there's lots of people out there that think this is a new Mm -hmm. thing, but it's definitely not. So today we're going to sort of touch base on hair straighteners. We absolutely are. So tell us the history. What do you know about straightening irons? Wow. I don't think I know any sort of facts about them. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. I think... I like the ones I like. What I like the ones favorites? that go hot. <laughs> Cloud nine. Same. Hands down. Same. GHD has never been a favourite of mine. I um, see this is where you and I are a bit different is because I started hairdressing just as GHDs came on the market. What came first? GHD. Yeah. So, yeah. Were- so <laughs> GHDs were one of the first electronic irons wow yeah so like to get straight hair before it was just a blow dryer well interesting you should say that so funnily enough the very first hair straightener was patented in 1909 so invented in the 1890s Crazy. yep a long time ago however of course no electricity so Mm. you had to heat it on a gas burner or in a fire. Yes. And then you'd use it. So they were all metal plates and they were incredibly drying on the hair. I'm assuming pretty damaging hot. to hot. You like, couldn't control the heat. Well, no, you couldn't. So then, mm-hmm. like, how do you know what your – like, I wonder what the going temperature was. I don't know, but if you think about how, like, hot – I mean, our irons now get up to, like, 220 degrees. Yeah. So they're pretty hot, but there's, like, a lot more technologies to like help them not snap all your hair off. So I Mm. guess like it depends on how long you leave them in there for. Yeah, it's interesting, hey. Yeah, really weird. So like the first 
ever like straightening irons for your hair were patented in the 19 in 1909 by some guy called Isaac Shero which is like what was he doing I have no idea was it him did he have a wife like who needed their hair straight I'm Why? assuming was that a concern a partner of some kind but like yeah crazy so that is crazy. That was like a thing. So those were the ones that you'd use right up until so in the sixties, people would use like their ironing board. Yep. And then like a clothes iron to iron the hair. So they put the brown paper down, lay out and like iron their hair on the ironing board. Interesting. I know. But like you know what I've always wondered about that? How did you get your roots? Well, I guess it wasn't. You just have like curly roots? Well then it's kinda like, yeah, was it not? people that had such curly hair didn't bother? Yeah, maybe. Was it just kind of like a wave and it's like you kink out, like you straighten the wave? Yes. I guess we'll probably talk about this in the next episode when we talk about curling tongs, but I guess maybe like curling tongs were like more in rather than like straightening. So maybe people weren't straightening their hair as much. I don't know. But it was in 2001 that GHD came onto the market. So... A guy from South Korea actually invented the like electric iron that GHD yeah. have. Yep. And so GHD bought the like idea of him and got yeah. it patented. And so they were the first ones. And so they bought that from South Korea. So they'd obviously been using it in South Korea for a while, but they were like, right, let's take this global. And so GHD bought it in 2001. It went into the UK. And then internationally, it sort of came into the market between 2003 and 2007. So I started my apprenticeship in 2004 and GHDs were the like hit thing of the world. Isn't that, because it was like before that, just blow dries? Just blow dries. And then like someone brings a GHD in the door and it's like, wow. Yep. It was crazy because, like, I don't know if you really remember because you would have been a little bit younger then, but a lot of people in that, like, in that early 2000s, it was, like, this dead straight with, like, really short layers on top of these girls with, like, just crazy long Mm. straight ends and, like, straight bits hanging right up because, like, GHDs had just come on the market. So getting your hair dead straight was finally something you could do at home yourself. That is wild. Isn't it wild? Because it's actually not that long ago. It really isn't because that's what I'm trying to think of. I feel like when I started high school, it was like 2008, Mm. 2009, and my friend had a hair straightener. My mom had really short hair, so she didn't need one, I guess. Yep. So I just assumed that it would be always been around. And my friend had one, and then one day she straightened my curly hair before school, and I just thought it was like, wow, like life-changing. But now to look back... Because in the moment, I'm like, I just didn't have one. Yeah. Everyone else did, like, whatever. But now, that's only four years of people straightening their hair before I got involved. Crazy, right? That is wild. It is wild. So, like, I, like, as I said, I started my apprenticeship just as they came into Australia. And so, it was, like, like, amazing because they were ceramic plates and so they were, like, like, titanium it's like some of them had silver plating in them because it's all meant to be like ionic so it was like changing the like positive or negative charge and I can't remember which one to something so that it stayed smoother for longer and like the ceramic Mm. made it so it slid really easily through the hair and they were like 
you know, they um, GHDs originally didn't have temperature control though. So yeah. temperature controlled ones didn't come into effect until later on. I think, and I could be wrong because I couldn't really find too much info about it, but in my recollection, I think Cloud9 was the first one that had an adjustable temperature that I remember, although GHD could have done one before that and I didn't know about it. Yeah. But rumour is, could be wrong, just a rumour, is that um, when GHD sold, the people that originally did GHD started Cloud9. Yeah, I've heard, heard that, but that's, that's just kind of like, I wonder why. Like, that's the hair rumour. Yeah. And now there's just so many on the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many on the market. Like um, my second favourite are the Glampalm. Yeah, because I think they're quite similar to Cloud9. Cloud9. Yeah. Cloud9 has like an olive branch chain. Um, it is called Trumi, I'm pretty sure. Right. And basically looks the same, feels the same, but they're not as high in price point. Is that right? So I wonder what the difference is. I'd be really intrigued to try that because I know when GHD bought out their like separate ranges so they had their like um original ones and then their like kind of lower price point and then their premium range ones like their lower price rate ones were atrocious in my opinion so did they not like did they not get as hot like why do you feel like they weren't as good i feel like the plates didn't come together and it was like when you put them the plates would like shift and so the the hair would like slip between it and it felt like you could catch hair in it yeah like i hate them hate them sorry ghd but i hate them and then when they bought out the like platinum which was like this premium one yeah. it was supposed to be really good you couldn't curl with it because it was so wide on the outside the curl wouldn't curl very well yeah and so it was just like the loosest most like pathetic curl of all time yeah. and like that was the great thing about having the ghd initially was that like you could straighten it and you could curl with the same tool when do you think that started I don't know, but I remember when GHD came out. Well, that must have still been an apprentice. And wait, did the straightener or did the curler come first? The straightener was the first thing. It was a straightener, but I think then they worked out that they could curl with the straightener. And so they were coming around telling everyone how cool this was because right. it was so versatile. And you could do this cool you curl You could do this cool curl thing. And then curling or people were like maybe let's make a thing that just curls yes and so ghd have like a bunch of other curling tongs which we'll talk about in yep. our curling tong episode but yeah it was like this yeah crazy yeah, now there's I've like millions the Trumi ones are quite nice and they retail for 179 dollars oh that's so cheap yeah so it's definitely an affordable option if you're looking because that's the other thing like you want to invest but maybe not that much straight mm-hmm, away mm-hmm. like I remember Henry bought my first Cloud9 mm-hmm. and, yeah, my friend had one and it was just, like, way better than the one I had. Like, I do remember it feeling better. I guess just, yeah, hotter or the plates are better and I, like, but I think even back, I've had it for, like, at least eight years. Mm-hmm. I think it was still about $300. yeah. My, um, so my cloud nine, I upgraded. So I had a GHD fun fact. So I never got one of the original GHDs. Mm. I got the like second generation GHD when I got one for my first ever one. Whoops. Sorry. I dropped my pen. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
I, I, yeah, so I never had one of the original like first gen ones, which people still have those and they still work. Like they were amazing. And then I got one of the new brand ones when they came out and it was so terrible. I actually had to get them to replace it under warranty for like to start with. So I ended up having a second one of that. And then it was awful because like it lost heat so quickly and I didn't like how it was. And so in about, it must have been, I had that one for ages, but when we changed over to Cloud9, they had a deal where if you handed in your old GHD, you could get a Cloud9 for like a hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. So I handed in my GHD and swapped it over, but that would have been at least nine or 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, let's it's circle back to the Glam Palm because like we said, we do like them. Were they the first to bring out the vibrating feature? They are the first one to bring out a vibrating feature, which, let's be honest, is a bit creepy. Like it is. But it is actually amazing. It is pretty good. So like, why, what, why is it there? So apparently with the vibrating technology and the Glam Palm is that it's meant to like assist because it's the vibrations yes. assist with the smoothing of the things so you, of the plates so you actually get a far smoother and far like um, easier to kind of slide through the hair. And so they say that if you use the vibrating function, your straightening will last longer than if you don't. Having used the vibrating, and like it's so annoying because I always forget to put the vibrating function now. on. Yeah, when we first got them though, it was like clients be like, oh my God, is that malfunctioning? Like, Yes. No. <laughs> I just like, let's all just address the elephant in the room <laughs> is that it is, like a vibrating tool had a lot of jokes when we first got it out. And I think a oh, lot yeah. of people were very reluctant to use it because it reminded them of a tool that is not meant to be used in the salon. Yeah. So I think that it was a bit concerning for some people. Mm. And given the shape of an iron, it was really quite odd to start using at the start. Literally. But, or like, yeah, you just had to remember to like turn it on. And then you have or... to remember to turn it on or turn it off. And then, yeah, anyway, there was a lot of jokes about it. But once you get over the childishness of the fact that your straightening iron vibrates, it actually is really, It I think it does make it a lot easier. So if you are somebody that really struggles to get a really smooth look with it. The Glam Palm is amazing with the vibrating mm. function because it does make it a lot easier for people who have home use. That's true, yeah. Is there anything else you want to touch base on? No, I think we've really covered it. Like, yeah. um, are you, um, well, I don't know, controversial, are you a, a straight or a curly girl? Ooh, like if you were only to buy one? Yeah. That's hard because I, and I'm sure we'll like touch base in the curl, but I actually never learned to curl with a straightener until I started working here. Wow. There was just no need. Like yeah. I had a straightener. I have, I have curly hair. All I wanted to do was straighten my hair. Yeah, right. And then for some reason, my sister had a curling wand. So when I got a hold of that, that was how I curled my hair and the straightener was for straightening. Yeah, right. And then it wasn't. A crossover like I had heard that you could do it but I just kind of never practiced or never was like whatever like my hair looks great with this so it's a toss-up for you it is undecided on the fence I think like if you really could only have one it would have to be the straightener because they do both yes straightener curler era era for the win oh because it does it all well, oh, that's but an interesting we'll one. That. We will. So later on down the track, we are going to talk specifically about my Dyson. favorite 
Dyson. Yeah, we're going to have a discussion. <laughs> what about you? Curler or straightener? Oh, I'm a straightener all the way, yeah. which is hilarious because, as you know, I wear my hair curly quite a lot. Yeah, but I guess, like, when you know how to yeah. do the curl and you've got that down pack, like, yeah. it does give a beautiful result. It does. Um, it's so much quicker than a curling tongue as well. I just don't me. find that, but I think that's because I'm not very good on one side. On other people in salon, absolutely, like... Yeah, you're killer with them. But... Get rid of the curling wand, like, got to save the time. But, yeah, at home... How interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll keep you posted, guys. We might put a little poll on our Instagram when this comes up as to whether Ooh. you're a curly or a straighty um, with That'd your iron or your tongue. So keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so in order to do that, make sure you're following us on Instagram on Facebook and um, on TikTok. TikTok at Bark Hair, which is B-A-C-H-H-A-I-R. And you can find our website, www.barkhair.com.au. And you can also find us on YouTube for some little tutorials about how to use the tools on um, Bark Hair. At I'm Bark sure Hair. where you'll see this video. You will, absolutely. And, oh, yeah, a new fun <laughs> fact. Um, we are now hopefully recording our um, podcast so you can actually see the full unedited versions on YouTube, not the edited versions that you get to hear in your podcast Ooh. ears. So Alrighty. keep an eye out for that, everyone. And um, we'll be seeing you again soon. Perfect. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Snippet. The Snippet is hosted and produced by Sarah Mackay and Ashley Lockie for Bark Hair. Recording, editing, mixing and sound by Sarah Mackay. The Snippet theme song is by Jock Mackay. For more episodes, find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio or the Acast app. For more about Bark Hair or to make an appointment, head to barkhair.com.au. See you next time. Thank you.